Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Professional DNA Podcast. This is Tarika Wheeler, your career and mindset strategist, and I am so excited that you have joined me today for another great episode. We've been talking about building relationships, networking, building community for the past few episodes, and I hope that those have been helpful. We've had some amazing guests, um, but guess what? This week, you got me. (laughs) You have your career mindset strategist, and we're going to dig in into um, a really great topic around storytelling. Yep, that's right. Storytelling. Who knew that you could use storytelling to help you build your network and advance in your career? That's what we're going to dig into today. Get your notebook. I hope you're ready. If you are new to professional DNA, let me tell you, every single week, I am here to educate and liberate and empower you so you can get ready for the week ahead. But you need a notebook. So we're going to take a very quick break, enough time for you to go get a notebook so that we can go all in. I've got a ton of gems for you today. We are talking about storytelling, using storytelling to expand and your network. Are you guys ready? I know I'm ready. Let's go. All right, guys, we are back and I am really excited about today's episode. We are talking about storytelling. That's right, storytelling. Using storytelling to expand your network. Okay, here's the thing. Do you like a good story? Like, who doesn't like a good story? I love a good story. As kids, you know, we started off with storytelling, if you think about it, whether if it was the bedtime bedtime stories that someone told you, um, story time at school, perhaps even listening to families and friends share their stories with you. You know, I used to love when my grandmother would tell me stories about my mom and her siblings, and she would just share all the business, and it would be hilarious to me. But we were so captivated by it. Or even when we were young, um, we went to vacation Bible school. Every single summer, non-negotiable, you were going to vacation Bible school. And when we'd go, um, there was always a story time. And right, essentially, there were some moments in time where it was kind of a story time moment. And it was really fun for me as a kid. Growing up, though, who knew that storytelling would continue to be a really important and critical part of me growing as a professional? I will tell you, it's it's one of those things. It's a tool. Storytelling, honestly, is a tool that is incredibly powerful, and it helps you connect with people. That's really what storytelling does. It helps you connect with people. And so you guys know we've been talking about networking, building community, building relationships. So I think you could maybe see where I'm going with the storytelling, right? So like I said, it's an incredible tool. It helps you connect with people and it helps you connect with people in memorable and meaningful ways. So What about networking? Of course, storytelling is great for networking, right? Is there a place for storytelling when you are trying to build your network? Absolutely. You can use storytelling to expand your network, and that's what we're going all in on today. Um, It's, I'm telling you, networking itself, as we've been talking about, is more and more essential to your professional success and career advancement. It is becoming 
it's it's one of those things you just can't ignore. You can't get around being able to network with others, engage in meaningful conversations um, and exchanges with others so that you can continue to expand and grow, both as a professional, but also expanding and growing your network. So just think about kind of some of the great storytellers that we um, may read about. I will tell you one of my favorite when I think about uh, good storytellers or kind of the greatest storytellers of all time, if you will, is Walt Disney. And let me tell you why. I believe that Walt Disney takes film and theme parks and takes you to this like immersive experience that tells a story. Think about movies like Aladdin, where you are literally brought into this world, a whole new world, (laughs) no pun intended, right? That you may have never experienced and never imagined. And the beauty of a film like that is that it's exposing you to so many brand new things to where at the end of that movie, you could pretty much tell the story. Tell the story of the the young man who uh, was the thief, and had his little pet little monkey and eventually you know he got caught up in a situation he found uh this lamp right and he used this lamp as a tool and it had to be a genie and then he had these wishes and right the whole story but what there were so many memorable moments behind this story that it just took you to a place where wow I could actually probably go back and give some memorable moments from it and I could tell it to someone else. I think another great Disney um, movie is The Lion King. The Lion King, again, it's this immersive experience. Um, it brings you into uh, the, you know, the... the the um, kingdom of all of these animals and it's telling this story of like your birthright and how you can grow and learn and there's this you know these um, high moments and low moments and there's the taking over of the kingdom and you know there's betrayal and all types of things that are happening and but again there's memorable moments my most memorable moment in the lion king which is the probably one of the most saddest moments is when Mufasa dies. And I can remember that scene so vividly and the storyline that goes along with it. Okay, all that to say, outside of me just reflecting on my love for Disney movies, is look at how Walt Disney took those movies and brought an immersive experience when you go to a Disney park. So there is literally a place in um, Walt Disney World where you can go and experience Aladdin. There's literally a whole theme park that is centered behind um, Lion King to me. And that might not have been the intent, but that's what I think of when you go to Animal Kingdom. And so Walt Disney just creates this story. And he's noted as one of the, if you look up greatest storytellers of all time, Walt Disney is probably going to be on every single one of those lists because of the ability to tell the story. What is amazing is that he his legacy still lives on and that brand continues to do the exact same thing. The company continues to follow that pattern, follow this magical um, you know, formula of storytelling. So then how can we learn from that? How can we learn from that and apply it to the storytelling that we can do as high achieving professionals to expand our network? That's really what I want to talk about um, today. So when we think about storytellers, because you may be saying, Tarika, before you even dig in on this, I'm not a storyteller. That's not what I do. I don't tell stories. Um, I listen to stories. I'm a great listener. I'm here to read a book, I guess, here and there, but I'm just not the storyteller. Let me tell you. 
you are a storyteller because you have a story to tell. Okay. If you haven't written anything else down, I want you to get that. You are a storyteller because you have a story to tell. And the story that you have to tell is yours. The story that you have to tell is yours. Storytelling is incredibly powerful when it comes to networking because it's an opportunity for you to share who you are, who you are about, what do you do, and how can you make some meaningful connections with others that are like-minded in, in that same space, or some that might be a few more steps ahead of you, and you're trying to glean and learn from where they are. But when you can engage in storytelling, it opens up a brand new opportunity and world for you to share and for you to begin to expand your network. So storytelling, you know, I believe it can be used to when you're talking about your work experience. And when you share stories about your work experience, those stories that you share, um, think about those kind of being opportunities to talk about what you've done, right? And experiences that you have had. That's a, that's a very easy way. So see how you may have already been doing storytelling where you're just simply talking about your experiences at work. You're talking about the type of work that you've done. That is a part of storytelling, okay? So I'm trying to get you to believe that it get you to believe and understand and own before we get into these ways that you can use storytelling to expand your network. I need to get you in a place to where you see that you are a storyteller. You are. You are a storyteller because you have a story to tell and that story is yours. The next thing I feel like storytelling really applies to, and you're probably already doing it, is ways in which you highlight your skills. So using storytelling to highlight the various skill sets that you have. And again, this is not you bragging, right? This is this is you trying to illustrate um, that you have a certain set of skill sets, right? So it's not you trying to say that you're better or better than someone. I think sometimes people feel like, oh my gosh, I'm talking to someone at this event or on a virtual networking event, and they just kept going on and on and on about themselves. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about strategically when you're able to just talk about the types of skill sets that you possess, and you're able to talk about them in a place of how you are actually putting those skill sets into place because you're talking about how different, right? You're talking about where the difference is. So you and I can have similar skill sets, but the way you implement those skill sets and the way you can talk about them and your experiences is different than mine, right? So while the quality of one's work matters, right? Like the what, when people are talking about their skills, honestly, from a networking perspective, what really comes through and what I believe um, the storytelling really has a powerful way of helping you do this is that you're talking about the how, right? You're talking about the how. If I say I have business analyst experience, if I say that I have, um, I'm proficient in Excel, great. You're making a list of your skill sets. But where the beauty comes in and where storytelling comes in is let's talk about the how, how I was able to utilize a particular um, a, a sophomore, or sorry, <laughs> sophomore, <laughs> I was able to use a particular software or application like Excel, how I'm able to take my business analyst skill sets and able to apply those to um, helping the company exceed or meet certain goals, right? It's talking about the how. How do you work? And how do you work versus how I works? There's that's where that differentiation comes from. And that's also where the story lies. That's where the story lies. So please know you have a story to tell. 
You are a storyteller because you have a story to tell and that story is yours. And from a professional um, professional development perspective, right, it's also an opportunity for you to say, hmm, what are the things that I need to add to my story? Right. What are some things that might be missing some gaps in my in my narrative in my story that I need to think about? How can I add those so I can continue to grow the strength of my story so that when I'm telling it, it has more and more potential to be impactful and meaningful and resonate with those that I'm wanting to build relationship with and expand my network. Are you guys rocking with me on this? Is this making sense? All right. So I want to um, take a quick break. And then what we're going to do is we're going to come back and we're going to dig into these four ways that you know, I believe that you can use storytelling to expand your network. Okay. So take a quick break, catch up on your notes, and we'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back. We are back. Tarika Wheeler, career and mindset strategist, and we are talking about storytelling. That's right. Storytelling, using storytelling to expand your network. And, you know, I'll tell you, for me, some of the best storytellers are the ones that can get others to tell their stories for them. You may say, what? You just told me I'm the storyteller. (laughs) You're right. You are. You definitely are. But you want that story to be a piece of tape that literally attaches you to someone else. And in that you want them to be able to be so attached that they are actually able to recall memorable moments of the story and share and speak that story on your behalf. Why is that important? That's the beauty of networking. Because if I meet someone and they have an incredible story or we've had some um, really great exchanges of stories and conversations, If I meet someone else that I feel like there's a connection there and that they may want to connect with them because of the story that I just heard, then there's an opportunity for me to say, hey, I want you to meet, you know, so-and-so who I just met yesterday at this event or who I um, connected with on LinkedIn. I want to be able to connect to you guys because I feel like there um, are some opportunities or some synergy there for you to be a part of each other's network. And when you do that a couple of times, what's happening? We're network building, we're expanding our network, right? Just by telling a meaningful story that sticks with someone and sticks with them enough that they can recall upon it when they're having conversations with others. And then that's able for the, it enables them to share because they can recall, they can share that and then hopefully begin to connect you with other individuals, right? Expanding, expanding. That's what we're talking about, expanding. So what do you need to be that storyteller that, keeps people kind of connected to you, right? One, you have to tell stories that help with recall, something that's going to help them recall. The other is that in the stories that we're telling, is there a piece there that's motivating, right? So recall and motivation. If your stories have impact, if your stories have kind of emotional resonance and they can really connect with you, um, if your story has relevancy, then you are putting yourself in a position where you're going to be able to expand your network because as people share, they recall and they share, that's going to help them share with others about you and things that they may think that you can connect with others. And then we get to this place of growing networks. So again, storytelling is incredibly powerful. Um, Speaking of storytelling, you know, I try to tell you guys 
pieces of my story all the time. And I think, you know, me becoming a career mindset strategist is a story in itself. And it wasn't necessarily a pretty story. And I think, you know, we're going to talk about that a little bit of um, one of the ways that you can use storytelling to expand your network is it's how you tell the stories. And it's, but it's not just the how, it's also about what you're actually sharing. And so a part of my story um, many of you guys who've been listening to Professional DNA, or you may follow me on uh, social media. If you don't follow me on Instagram, it's professional underscore DNA. Make sure you make that follow, okay? And tap that little bell up top so you get notifications for new posts. But if you if you're been connected with me, you know a piece of my story is that in 2017, um, I had a huge shift in my professional career. And I unfortunately uh, thought that I had hit my dream job and found out very quickly that that was not the case. And I hit a very low place in my professional career, took about a $30,000 pay cut and shifted uh, industries altogether. But in doing so, it allowed me to really discover my unique value and for me to shift my thinking and really cultivate a different mindset, a growth mindset, a winning mindset, and put me in a position to where I had to design a career strategy for myself that was going to take me to that next level. And I knew, especially within the situation that I was in, that I needed to rapidly ascend in my career. And so what was a very challenging situation and, and and sometimes painful was also a part of my story that allowed me to develop this framework for how I now work with clients to help them rapidly ascend in their career and get to that next level and doing so by understanding and discovering their unique value, cultivating that growth mindset and designing a career strategy that works and helps them get paid their true value. So right there, guys, I'm telling you a piece of my story, right? And when people ask me, oh, what do you do? It kind of depends on who I'm talking to and where I'm at. But my career and mindset strategist and the work that I do with high achieving professionals, just like you guys, that is a part of my story. And there's pieces of that that really connect with people because they've been in places where they didn't like their job or that, you know, to be frank with you, you know, hated their job, hated where they were and needed to change and didn't know how to do it, didn't know how to get to another level, didn't know how to change their situation. Or, you know, my story may resonate with people who have had to take um, cuts in pay in order to uh, shift and really get into a better place. Or my story has resonated with those who, you know, are achieving and doing great things in their career, but they kind of feel foggy and a little stuck. And I remind them that actually you're not stuck and that you can get to that next level, but you have to be strategic. And then in my story, I can talk about and share with them how I was able to be strategic to excel and get into a place to where in three years, I was able to increase my salary by 70%. I was able to get myself out of that negative place where I was because I had to take this cut, but I was able to increase my salary and most importantly, achieve the fulfillment and the happiness that I, that I really, really desired for myself. All of that, guys, is a part of my story. And it's not the you know, the, the, the story that you, you buy in your local bookstore that is, is not facts. That's facts of my story and it's, it's relatable and it has some emotional resonance to it. And 
it's something that is impactful because my story, I'm then now utilizing that to support and grow and impact others. So my story is not your story and our story is not going to be the same. But I tell you that one, in case you never heard it before, two, to get you connecting to how storytelling can be incredibly powerful and can really help you expand your network and connect you with the right people and individuals that you want to be a part of your ecosystem of support, right? If you really want them to be up close and personal, or you just want to be sure that you have them in your kind of general professional network that you can engage with, learn from, um, and, you know, possibly support them and them support you. All right. So let's dig in guys. Let's dig into networking because this is where I really want to focus. I want to focus on how you can expand your network. And I'm going to share with you four ways that you can really leverage storytelling um, as a tool, right? As a networking tool to expand your network. You guys ready? You ready? All right, let's start with number one. Number one is TSS. TSS. You know, <laughs> okay, I'm really telling on myself a little bit, but um, when you were like in high school or even college and people would try to get your attention, they'd say, psst, right? <laughs> I was, you know, really want to talk to you guys about this. And I, you know, I had this TSS. That's what I thought about. Of like, you trying to get somebody's attention, you know, in the networking space and you're going to them, right? TSS. TSS stands for three sentence story, three sentence story. Okay. So like everything we approach along life in general, but especially in your professional journey, you want to be strategic. And in storytelling, you've got to be strategic. And especially when you are starting off to share your story. So one way to be strategic is to ensure that you have your TSS together, right? You have your TSS together. You have your t together. And that three-sentence story is critical because we have to learn how to introduce ourselves. Guys, I don't know how many times I've been to a networking event or been on a virtual networking um, Zoom call or things of that nature, and people just don't know how to in, in, in introduce themselves. I have been on Clubhouse. Um, there's a ton of amazing communities for uh, in rooms, I should say, for uh, professionals, for entrepreneurs, all types of things. And But it's amazing that people don't know how to introduce themselves. And so it's not that they don't have a powerful story or it's not that they don't have a powerful offer to share, but because they can't deliver it in clear and concise sentence form, it gets lost. It gets lost. And then their impact is lost. And then they're not able to be relevant or resonate and have that emotional re resonance that we we're talking about because people just get lost in where they are telling their story. So we have to learn how to introduce ourselves. What's your pitch, right? What's your pitch for you? How are you um, talking about yourself? So I want you to practice. I want you to practice your three-minute story to communicate who you are and what you do, right? Who you are and what you do. Notice I said stories, right? What are the stories? I want you to practice your three-minute stories with an S. Why with an S? Because you may need to have one, two, or three stories depending on who you're interacting with. So for example, I am a project manager. You guys know that. I um, manage uh, federal projects. And in doing so, when I'm in my project management networking group, I'm oftentimes not always on my 
a professional DNA podcast hat, right? Or I might not have on my career and mindset strategist hat because I am engaging with project management professionals and perhaps we're doing some professional development opportunities or what have you. And it might be very specific to the niche of that space. Do I think the worlds can collide? Absolutely. But when I introduce myself in certain venues, in certain areas, among certain people, I need to make sure that my introduction is going to resonate with them and is relevant into the environment in which we're in. Does that make sense? Is that making sense to you guys? So that's why I say stories, because you need to have two or three, depending on how you engage and interact in your circles, um, the types of things that you're involved in. You may be networking in different types of groups. You need to have eight for each one of those. Okay. So I, I think, I hope that's really clear and helpful for you. The other thing that I'll say is that be mindful that your story is not just about your work. You are not defined by your job. That is not your identity. And so when appropriate, think about where to infuse in your story, the who that you are. It may also be that you are a mom, you're a dad, you're a wife, you're a husband, you're a mother of three, you're a father of two, whatever it may be, right? Um, I, you know, oftentimes let people know, you know, I am married with three kids and that's a piece of that story, right? That's a piece of my story that I share because me being a project management professional, me being, um, having a background in strategic communications or me being a career and mindset strategist does not define who Tarika Wheeler is, but it's definitely a part of my story. So I, I want you to keep that in mind and you've got to practice it and you've got to, Find what feels right. But what has to be a part of that three-sentence story is who you are and what you do. Who you are and what you do. All right, guys, great. So that's number one. Number one is your t's, okay? Get folks' attention with the t's, and that is the three-sentence story. All right, number two, I want you to be authentic and share the stage. Be authentic and share the stage. So I know when folks talk about, you know, authenticity, there's a lot of debate around, you know, can you really show up and be yourself? I'm in the thought that, yes, absolutely. You need to show up and be authentic. You need to be real. You need to be who be true to yourself when you are engaging with people and building a relationship with people because they need to build a relationship with the real you. I don't like people who are not authentic and that are fake because I don't want to bump into a new version of you one day. And I'm like, oh, well, who is this? Right. And I'm not talking about, you know, how I hang out with my family versus how I hang out with my colleagues. That's not what I'm saying. Right. Because that definitely looks different and should be different. I am talking about who you genuinely show up as, as a person, as an individual. That has to be consistent and it needs to be authentic. So be yourself. Yes, be yourself. Be true to who you are so people get to know the real you, right? What professional are they engaging with and interacting with? Who are they expanding their network with just as you are wanting to expand yours? Also, I want you to share the stage. Don't do all the talking. Okay, networking is not all about you. It's not. You have got to share the stage and allow for there to be an exchange, right, of information, an exchange of stories. You can't be the only person telling the story. Have you guys ever been in a group and one person is just talking, 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 and that group started off at five, then it went to four, three, 
two and then awkwardly you're at two and you're like, wait a minute, everybody just left me because that one person is just talking the whole time and really doesn't let anyone else get a word in. You have got to be in a position to where you know how to share the stage. Don't do all the talking, swap stories, okay? And here's the thing, when you have the right mindset, when you go into this idea of expanding your network, then then you'll tap into why it's important for you to share the stage. You have to resist approaching networking with the mindset of what can they do for me, right? Because then you're talking, 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 and you're not necessarily in this place of listening. I want you to shift your mindset of building community, right? I want you to shift to this mindset of building community, building relationships. And the question really is, what can you do for them? Why might they want you in their network, right? Flip that. And the only way you're going to really be able to do that is actively listen, right? And actively engage. And that can't just be a one way. That has to be in multiple exchange and back and forth of conversation. So when you're networking, you want to listen, right? You want to engage in a meaningful way. This is where your storytelling comes in because someone tells a story and you're able to come around and you also can share and share stories. That's the swapping, right? You want to be able to swap stories. And by swapping stories, it'll help also establish some trust and a connection fairly quickly because the conversations are no longer one-sided because you're swapping and sharing the stage back and forth. You should leave these types of kind of networking, um, network building, relationship building interactions, you should leave them feeling good about the impression that you've made and hopefully additions to your network. But how can you feel good about those impressions if you never got a chance to hear their feedback or their story in response to yours? They're really, the interaction and the engagement was only one-sided. Okay, is that clicking? Is that making sense? I want you to be authentic be yourself, but I want you to sh- also want you to share. I want you to share the stage. All right, so we've made it through our first two. We're going to make a quick little stop here, and I want you to take a look at your notes, make sure you caught it all, and then we're going to come right back and round this thing out. We are talking about building and expanding upon your network, right? Using storytelling to expand your network. So we'll be right back with three and four. All right, guys, we are back. We're back. We are getting ready to round this thing on out. We're talking about using storytelling to expand your network. And again, I just want to remind you that you are a storyteller. Believe it or not, you are. And you are a storyteller because why? You have a story to tell. And that story is yours. And when you can really embrace that, it can be a powerful way for you to expand your network. But you've got to have, um, there's got to be some bravery and some confidence in there, you know, for you to really do so. And I, and I want to talk a little bit about that um, as we go through uh, three and four. So number one, just as a little bit of a recap, we talked about the, right? You know, we say trying to get somebody's attention. But in this instance, we're talking about TSS, your three sentence story. Okay. Second, we talked about being authentic and sharing the stage. Be yourself and let other people talk. 
so that there can be true exchange, engagement, interaction uh, within the the networking opportunities that you may you know be a part of, and you can actually tell your story, but also hear from others, and then hopefully be in positions where you can expand your network. All right, let's dig into number three. Number three is that I want you to um, look at training and learning opportunities. Training and learning opportunities. You may say, okay, Trika, four ways to use your storytelling for expanding your network. What does that have to do with training and learning opportunities? I'm so glad you asked. So, you know, does, think about this. Does your company offer opportunities for you to participate in trainings or learning opportunities, whether you are as a participant or gives you even the opportunity to be the facilitator and where you can do trainings? In those instances, every time those visible opportunities, right? Visibility is the key. Visible opportunities present themselves. I want you to be brave and I want you to take advantage of them. Because when you're operating trainings or you're doing um, any type of learning opportunity, that's a way for you to also insert a story. And in those instances, you could have multiple different types of folks in the room. You could have your peers and your colleagues in the room. You could have leadership in the room. You could have potential sponsors in the room. And for you guys who have not tuned in before, what is a sponsor? I already know my my achievers, my professional DNAers. You guys already know. A sponsor is who is going to be willing to carry your name into a room in places where your feet have not been before right? They are willing to advocate. They're willing to use their influence. They're willing to use their um, uh, persuasive and political uh, influence to bring your name into a room and put you forth for recommendations of ideas, projects, raises, promotions, etc. When your feet have not even touched place there, you're not there, but they are willing to advocate and speak on your behalf and they have authority and they have power to do so and can actually influence a decision and change being made, okay? So you never know who could be sitting in a room when you have opportunities to do training and learning learning opportunities, right? So it could be lunch and learns, they could be all team meetings, um, they could be professional development opportunities, um, whatever it may be. I want you to seek out those op- seek out those opportunities within your company or even within your community and your organization. Um, some of the associations that you may be a part of, that's also another great way to network within the associations that you are a member of. I tell you so many times, folks are like, "Oh yeah, I'm a member of this professional association, and my dues are you know X number hundred dollars you know a year or a month," and they're not leveraging those to network. I'm like. Well, <laughs> I get having it on your resume to say that you're a part of this association, but if you're not leveraging it for networking and professional development, then why are you a member? And so I really want you to think, where are those learning, uh, training and learning opportunities? And if you have the ability to be a participant, you have the ability to be a facilitator, leverage those opportunities in your build, as you're building your presentation or you're thinking you know, thoughtfully about your response that you're bringing forth have a story that goes along with that, right? Have a story. So here's an example. If I'm in a training and let's say my training is on having um, tough conversations and I'm a participant, maybe I'm not in a position to where I can actually present, but I'm a participant. Um, I might raise my hand and say, you know, I've had some instances where I've had to have tough conversations with my peers about um, workload management and ensuring that deliverables are getting turned in on time. Do you have any recommendations for how to 
um, hold your peers and your colleagues accountable when it comes to time management and workload management and getting deliverables in on time? Boom, right there, I have asked a question, but in that question, I also told a story because I'm telling you of an experience that I've had. Somebody else in that room may have the same experience. <laughs> Hopefully it's not the person who you just asked about because they don't know how to manage their workload, but um, you are able to put out there a piece of that story. And then right then and there, someone after that training or that um, you know uh, learning opportunity may come up to you and say, hey, you know, I've struggled with that too. You know, here's some things that I've learned. Because a lot of times when we're in those larger settings, everyone might not feel comfortable to speak up in a larger room. And so perhaps the response to your question only comes from the facilitator. But afterwards, that's where some meaningful connections could actually take place because they have heard you and they also have had a similar experience and maybe they've been able to work through that or maybe not. But then there's an opportunity to connect. You guys seeing where that happens? So I really want you to leverage those opportunities. If you are in a position where you can be a speaker and presenter, man, oh man, using stories and presentations like that are so helpful in whatever it may be. You're a keynote speaker. You're on a webinar and you are um, speaking about a particular topic um, around your field and industry. You have an opportunity to present to your colleagues or present to your teams. Utilizing storytelling as a part of that is powerful. Why? Because it, one, it's going to demonstrate your credibility in a particular space. It's also going to give you an opportunity to um, resonate with them on an, from an emotional standpoint. And then also relevancy will come forth if, as you're speaking about your story and connecting it to the topic that is at hand. So again, another examples of how storytelling can be uh, a powerful, powerful tool for helping you expand your network. Because as people hear you talk about your story, even in the midst of something like a training or learning opportunity, that may be like a bell that goes off like, ding, 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 I need to connect with this person. Let me share a little bit more with this person. Let me share my story with them. And perhaps we can um, continue to connect and work together. Okay. So that's my number three. You know, number three is training and um, learning opportunities and really being able to leverage those um, for storytelling. And that's another way to leverage storytelling itself in order to expand your network. All right. Let's talk about number four. You know, I love to leave the fun stuff to the end. And so this one, um, I already know I'm going I'm to start talking about it and y'all going to start shaking your heads. And I, But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's so important. Your storytelling cannot all be the glitz and the glam. So number four is I want you to tell the good and the ugly. Okay. We are not perfect. Let me, and let me, if I speak personally, can you say, excuse you? Okay. I am not perfect. And I believe that there are many others out there who also are not perfect. Sometimes we have to be vulnerable and share our successes and our challenges. Sometimes we have to be willing to expose a bit of not just the good, but also the not so good and the ugly, right? And you may say, wait a minute, I don't, I don't want, I'm trying to build my network and I don't want to scare people. It's all about how you strategically share right? There goes that S word again. It's all about how you strategically share. By sharing examples from the full spectrum of your experiences, it gives others a way to connect with you. And it also helps with um, you showing up authentically, right? 
and that they know, okay, well, here's all these great and wonderful things. Here's their skill sets and their background and their experience and expertise and where they went to school and all these things that you might be sharing in a, a networking conversation. But somewhere in there, as folks begin to talk about their challenges, as folks may begin to talk about, you know, hey, what do you do when, you know, such and such comes up or this, you know, occurs, you know, in the workplace, be in a position to where you're willing to share when something has come up that hasn't always been so pretty. Even be willing to share where, you know what, I don't necessarily know that I handled this correctly, but here's something that took place and actually didn't have the best result and outcome. You know, what would you do or what would you have done in that situation? So it's sharing some of the things that are not so great, but it's also helping people connect with you like, yeah, yeah, I've got some challenges too. And then as we're talking about building network, remember I said, from a mindset perspective, it's not just about what people can do for you, but it's what you can do for them. And if they can see where there's that connection there that you are, you know, you're, you're not perfect. <laughs> Everything is not just all, you know, glitz and glam. There's a level, it's almost this level of like accessibility. And it's like, okay, I can talk with you because you know what? I'm not all together either. Whew, okay. I'm glad we all got our guard down a little bit and let's really start to build authentic real relationships um, and have those as a part of our network to where when I do stumble, when I am challenged with something within my team or my organization, I have people in my network that I can pose certain, you know, questions to and challenge this too. But if you don't open up in that space and you don't let people know where you may have had some challenges or concerns or issues, you're not showing that you're being willing to be vulnerable enough within your network space so that people can also, um, that you may need them, but they also may need you because there's some experiences that you have been through as well. Is that connecting with you guys? I, I know that we don't like to tell the nightmares, right? You know, in our storytelling, we like to tell, <laughs> we like to tell the fairy tale. We like to tell the good stuff. We don't always like to tell the nightmares, but by telling your fairy tales endings and your nightmares, um, or maybe not nightmares, maybe it's not a complete nightmare. Maybe it's a slight horror film or um, an action. Maybe it's just got a lot of action and suspense in it, but whatever it may be, when you can tell that full um, spectrum of your stories, those pieces of your narrative are important. It's important for people to hear. And it is where it's also demonstrating how you're growing or demonstrating the growth that you have had. And in sharing that growth that you have had, it's helpful for people to connect with you, right? It's, it shows that, okay, this is this person resonates with me. I see where they are. I see some things that they've grown from and done. Wow, I've, I'm trying to grow in that area too. And it, it just brings forth some very um, meaningful relationships that you can begin to build and expand um, how you are adding people into your network, okay? So I, I want you to be able to turn your storytelling, again, the good and the ugly, but turn those into making meaningful connections. And sometimes we've got to let our guards down just slightly and be a little vulnerable to we're willing to share some of the things that are not so pretty about this professional journey. Guys, when I, you know, when I was building this platform for professional DNA, I knew that everything that I talked about was not going to be pretty. I knew that there were going to be times where I had to share things with my audience that 
um, we're not always the pretty side of things that Tarika experiences. And a lot of the topics and things that I bring forth, um, many of them are coming from you. And if you've not submitted a topic to me before, I'd love for you to do so. If there's an area where you really would love for me to address, you can send me an email, info at yourprofessionaldna.com. I'd love to hear from you. But these topics are because these are experiences that I've had or experiences that my colleagues have had, my clients have had, that they're experiencing along their professional journey. And all of it's not pretty. All of these topics are not coming from a beautiful, pretty place because that's just not how our, our journeys are oftentimes made up. We have the good, the bad and the ugly. And so when you are storytelling and you're building your network, you want to be able to be relatable to people. And so sometimes that means we're going to have to, again, let that guard down a little bit and just share some of the things that are not always on the perfect fairy tale side. Okay. All right, guys. So those are the four ways. Those are the four ways that um, you can really use storytelling to expand your network. We're going to take a quick break so that we can recap and close on out. I'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back. Tarika Wheeler, career and mindset strategist. This episode of Professional DNA has been awesome. I hope it has been helpful for you, you little storyteller, you, because you are a storyteller. Why? Because you have a story to tell, and that story is yours. We covered um, a lot today, and I just want to recap really quickly. You know, one of the things we talked about is what makes the best storyteller, right? And so the best storytellers are one who can get others to tell their stories for them. Your story has a recall that people can kind of go back to and tell someone else about. And your story motivates. It motivates. Your story needs to have some impact, emotional resonance, and needs to have some relevancy. And when it can have all of those pieces together, let me tell you, someone's going to go tell that story for you and connect you with others when you're not even there. Hence, building your network. We talked about four ways, four ways that you can use storytelling to expand your network. Number one, that's right, TSS, the three sentence story. Number two, be authentic and share the stage. Number three, training and learning opportunities. And then finally, number four, being willing to tell the good and the ugly. Guys, let me tell you, utilizing storytelling is an amazing tool. It's an amazing tool that you already have in your toolbox that you can use to help expand your network. And having a network, having that um, ability to reach out and connect with others is extremely important, especially at this day and age as professionals, as high achieving professionals, which that's you, my achievers, that's you. And I want you to continue to build and expand your network and utilize these strategies in ways that you can achieve it. So you guys know what I believe. You have absolutely everything inside of you to what? Be your best and unique self. And that is your professional DNA. Until the next episode, have a great week, everyone. Talk to you soon. Bye.